Welcome back, everybody, to another very, 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 very exciting episode of Answers to the Universe. And in this episode, we might find a few of them, a few answers to uh, said universe, because on this podcast, we're going to dive into a new topic that we haven't quite talked about as much, and that is AI, which is one of the things that is exciting me most about being alive today. It scares, terrifies some people, but for me, it I just cannot wait to replace my job with AI. So I'm on the, the other end of the spectrum. So without further ado, we have Ali Jules, who has a very, very educational uh, Twitter account, LinkedIn, with you know dozens of thousands of, of followers. And she kind of goes by uh, the AI educator, mainly mainly on the prompting side of things. So if you are curious to you know try some of these tools to learn a little more about you know maybe gain some perspective on how to best use these tools that you know you can hopefully be like me and try and replace yourself in the workforce. Uh, I think she has some great perspectives to do so uh, with you know over uh, over two decades worth of experience in digital marketing. Uh, without further ado, we got Allie Jules. How are you doing today? I am fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So first off, here's just a an easy, easy layup question. When did you, you kind of first get into the space? Make that pivot. Yes. Well, at, maybe it's actually been a you know long time coming, but sure. I really started last year. So almost a year ago or about a year ago. And it started with that tinkering. And it comes from I'm always looking forward. I really like to see what is coming and learning and the curiosity. So as soon as I started to hear a little bit of rumblings that this was rising, that piqued my interest. And then I started testing things. And I I, if I remember correctly, the first thing that I tried from this AI world things, I'm, I'm talking more like the generative AI space, mm -hmm. um, not the technology, because the digital transformation and things like that have been going, you know, for a while. And yeah. there's AI in there as well. Totally broad term. But, yes, yes. I mean, yeah, and not necessarily the best term. And we could totally go there, too. But yeah. <laughs> we just call it AI for our purposes here. We're lazy. Yes. So yeah. the first thing that I did was I tested Dolly, the image generator. And I wasn't super impressed, and, but I was like, whoa. I mean, I was and I wasn't because it was like, wait, I can do the what now? <laughs> and then it was like, well, this is actually not really good. So that was kind of my first introduction into this, you know, and again, from the prompting side of things. So just like, what can I actually do now without spending enormous amount of time to crafting something again, whether it's from, you know, artistic st standpoint or then from the business application. So mm -hmm. that really was something that I think fueled and took off on the, okay, I really need to get on this train right now. Really? Is yeah. Dolly. Yeah. Cause I, I remember that. And I think I just saw it on a TikTok. and at the time there was like, I think it was like a, like a few demo images that, that went viral that definitely blew my mind, but I I never got access to Dolly. So, uh, man, that must have been that must have been so wild. So, like, literally when you when you first saw it, did you kind of like put together the pieces of like, okay, if this gets just like a little better, this is going to be big. 
Yes, that was my thought. And again, like, so it was both of that excitement or like the, oh my gosh, but also the, mm, okay, it's not usable right now, yeah. but where is this going to go and how fast? Now, I couldn't even imagine how fast things were going to go Dude. because, you know, year is a day or whichever even way. Like, <laughs> even like three months ago, you know? Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. So I was, yes, it, it was like the, Oh, you know, uh oh, here we go moment. It it really was. And the and again, this was very rudimentary too, right? Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't certainly by oh, I can craft all these beautiful text prompts or whatever. It was just like, oh, I'm just gonna slap a couple of words yeah. in there and wow. It was like like panda on a surfboard was like the the prompting back. Yes, then, you know? <laughs> basically. I forgot. Yeah. I have to look and find my first one there. That would be interesting to see. Oh, right that would now. be cool. Yeah, I forgot what That'd it is. That'd be cool. Yeah, because for all the uh, all the uh, episode art for this podcast, it's 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 all, it's all mid journey. Um, <laughs> I just feel like it's such a such a cheat code, and it just speeds up my process so fast. So it'd be kind of funny if you sent me that that first art. And that, yes, be I a, will have to try to find it. It's um, it's probably very hilarious. I actually oh, yeah. think, and I, I actually, it wasn't even that bad. It is a woman that kind of turns into. There's like roots growing. It's like an illustration, a woman sideways, and there's roots. Like she is roots and she's coming yeah. from the ground. It actually wasn't that bad. I think that was okay. one of the ones that I really was impressed about. But yeah, so I will I will find it for you. I think I have it saved. But so, yeah, I mean, mid journey or any of this. Yeah, totally. All for it. If it makes it easier, let's go. What, have you ever been like especially artistic? I have been always pretty artistic and mm-hmm. creative. I don't, I've necess- definitely haven't called myself an artist. Right. Um, although I have also uh, in my family, there are artists and have been artists. Mm. Um, but I've always felt I'm more on the creative, but I'm also very strategic. So that was actually, that's my kind of my usual thing when people ask. I'm like, well, I kind of have both. And I want to use both. So, yes, I have drawn. I have done, um, you know, different a bunch of different art types, sure. you know, it, whether it's from, you know, crafting something actual physical or whatever, I like to try different things. So I'm just super curious. So, you know, not master of any, but <laughs> dabbler yeah. of a lot basically would it, be it, maybe and, the thing. And that seems like the perfect demographic for, you know, people like you and me who are just absolutely obsessed with, you know, prompting and figuring out, you know, the different models to use and all that stuff. Um, so I, I'm curious. So you said like this space truly only has been like a year old, you know, if you're like super, super hardcore and you, maybe you, you know, like paid attention to like the academic research that was coming out with like, you know, the diffusion models or whatever, maybe you're in here, this space for two years, the space is really like one year old for the, for the most part. And, uh, which means if you're in it for a year, you can still kind of call yourself an expert. Um, what are, what are some applications for this technology that interests you having that perspective of you know kind of being in it yes well my interest here are also twofold but it is very much practical applications so i know that there are people who maybe are more of the hobbyist or want to just Mm -hmm. explore or maybe do it for art which i am all for it and i love that creative exploration as well but the business side of me or the strategic side of me wants to know the actual practical applications that I can use, not just for even personal, but for the business or my job, right? So 
not the like, okay, what should I eat to be healthier? Like those are not the kind of questions that, for example, I ask from ChatGPT or anything. It's more like, okay, how do I autom- automate this? How do I speed up this? Or what do I do here? Or how do I, you know, I test a lot of things for, for content creation or, you know, how things have been done and how can I make it different now? And my big thing is I keep saying this over and over again is that this is, and so maybe this goes against like, Hey, take my job. I mean, yes, I actually agree with it, but right now I'm also looking at, okay, we are working with AI, right? So it's the with part. So it's not just like AI is just going to do everything. And that may be the misconception is that people think that, Oh, I just go to chat GPD and I say something and then it just does it for me, but it really doesn't. So you, your input and your guidance is required. So whether you create, ideate, innovate, work, whatever, it's always with AI. So it's human intelligence and artificial intelligence together. So that's like my mm-hmm. spiel for everything. It's like, no, 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 it's not one or the other. And you are still in the driver's seat, at least for right now, <laughs> for some yeah, things. Yeah. <laughs> but And we'll see where it goes. But I think that that's where your value is right now, is to learn this and really embrace it so that you know how to use it for whatever it is that you want to use it for. But yeah, I'm definitely looking at the business side of things. Like, what can I do now? And how are you going to make it easier? Yeah, 100%. And so I guess, I, you know, for context, I'm also a, a digital marketer. And for kind of my generation, I'm like, I'm like, a, you know, on the, the middle of Gen Z and millennial. But mm-hmm. digital marketing, it kind of seems like in, in, in my generation is content. Like, yes. The SEO isn't a huge conversation, um, ads, sort of a little bit of a conversation, but 90% of what we talk about is just organic reach, you know, making a viral TikTok, you know, making, you know, that Instagram reels, writing that good Twitter thread. That's Mm -hmm. kind of what we think of when we think of digital marketing and what goes hand in hand with, you know, content and AI. It's, it's that image generation. It's Mm -hmm. that how can I, you know, maybe I can make like, you know, one really good home run post a week, but with AI, you know, to transform those ideas onto a video or onto text three, four, five times faster, you know, Mm -hmm. it kind of ups the, ups the volume a little bit. So, I mean, I, I think it's kind of like the perfect scenario for a, you know, a business minded marketer, a hundred percent. 100%. And I also agree with that. Um, And although I've been in SEO has been a huge focus of mine, but SEO, I'm saying really more like optimization. And it doesn't mean it's just search optimization. It could be YouTube optimization, um, sorry, X optimization, LinkedIn, whatever. So it's always optimizing. And optimizing also doesn't mean that you do it clickbait or whatever. So it is the organic. I'm super, super focused on the organic stuff and being you. And I also do not do, I mean, I know how to do ads. I know how they work, all of that. I'm but not I'm hating. not, fo- yeah, I'm not I'm either, not but that's not yeah. me. I, I, you know, I stay away from it. I, I don't really, that's not what I want to do or have ever wanted to do. So mine mm-hmm. has always been more of the organic and it's always content, some type of content. Because how else are you going to be seen anywhere? I mean, you're not going to be seen if you're behind your computer, but you don't never put anything out. Yeah, absolutely. What? And I guess, 
you know, you, you obviously have figured that out pretty well. Um, do you have like a thought out content strategy just for your personal brand? Cause I feel like the people listening will probably deeper resonate with, you know, building a personal brand, which you've done a great job at. Yes, I have many ideas on that. And I'm still not doing a perfect job, right? Because I'm usually doing many other things at the same time. Then I'm like, oh, great. I'm not even doing my own. But some of the very important things um, from my perspective and what I also see with clients and just in general, whether it's a brand or a personal brand too, is that people are not branding, meaning you're just kind of throwing stuff out there and you're even if your, let's say, ex posts go viral or you go viral on TikTok or whatever, people won't remember you. You need to become, you know, so known whatever you do that people are like, oh, this is who this guy is or, oh, exactly, I know who it is because that's what creates the, okay, I want to follow that person. Wait, I haven't seen this person. So however you do that, and there's many ways to do that, but like for one of the things that I do always is you have to have the cohesiveness of your brand. So whatever it is. So for example, if you always, if you do TikToks and sometimes you post a, a, um, a text there, sometimes you don't, it's just whatever. And sometimes it's black, sometimes it's green, sometimes it's like flashing lights it's not consistency. So in order to have a cohesive brand, personal brand, any brand, you need the consistently the same thing, same thing. So if you mm -hmm. always post black text, white background, keep doing that. And if those are your colors, if they're not your colors, then don't do that. So there's a lot of that behind all of this, just from the, if you're not sure in the beginning, it's fine. But as soon as you can hone in on it, the better it is for you. And then you also, you don't need to know exactly what it's going to look like, but start to figure it out, which is why you have to start putting stuff out there. Mm -hmm. And then while you're doing it, you start to figure it out. How do I speak? How do I um, present myself? I am, am I like funny? Am I just like silly? You know, whatever I do, or am I very informal? Whatever it is, it should still be you and your style instead of like trying to copy somebody has, that has 10 million views somewhere because it will not come across good. So those are just like two big, big things that I always, I, I see this so often. And it's one of those things that I just sigh because <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, there's no consistency. It's all over the place. And you make it harder for people to follow you and become those loyal fans, so to speak. Yeah, yeah 100%. And 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 that's one of the things that's very, very difficult. Like whenever somebody, you know, comes up to me, and I'm sure you get this question all the time. It's like, hey, you know, I like I, I want to grow my brand. You know, I want to like get followers on social media because obviously that's the first thing newbies think of is just how do mm -hmm. I get my metrics up, which, you know, if you're in the space long enough, you know, they don't seem as important. But just because, you know, you can have a and, and by that, I mean, like you can have, you know, a gajillion followers and, you know have bad content not reach a lot of people just because maybe you figured out the algorithm five years ago mm -hmm. or you can have a thousand followers and just say the right thing and go viral but originality i think is like the best form of leverage because whenever you copy from somebody and most people don't know how to copy like an artist and the difference right. between copying and copying from an artist is just knowing what you're doing so when you copy from, let's say, you know, maybe there's a, a viral trend going on and, you know, you see, uh, 
you know, Logan Paul hops on it and nails it, gets, you know, 500K likes, views, whatever, whatever the metric is, and you copy it, you, without truly knowing why it did good in the first place, it will not perform for reasons that you don't understand, or in some cases perform for reasons you don't understand. And both of those almost like set you off on the wrong path. So kind of figuring out your own voice is a, a very important thing. And now I have a second second question for you. Mm-hmm. How important do you think niches are for your personal brand? Well, I'm I'm actually a bit torn on this. And I used to be the, you know, like you can be a generalist and you don't have to niche down. But. I see now more and more, I mean, it's really what the platforms like X and things are favoring and they are really steering us towards a niche, meaning like they're saying, we promote you more if it's one topic, one account. So it's almost forcing you to choose a lane or otherwise your you know, content is not going to be boosted or you're not going to get as much reach or engagement or whatever it is. Um, And this is actually a challenge for me because I'd like to talk about more than just one thing because, you know, like I'd like to share like the, you know, the growth tips or, or something. I'm always analyzing something. I'm like the little, like a researcher of like looking into like, how does this work? Why does it work? You know, like things like that. And I'd love to share those things. I'd love to share, you know, obviously about the, what I learn and, you know, what, works on the prompting or on AI, whatever tools or mid journey. And yet now it's like, I only need to talk about mid journey. Oh, I only need to talk about yeah, this. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to be boxed into that corner because I, I'm not that kind of person. I, I like to expand and always, I mean, so the consistent for me is the learning and teaching and in the AI space, although, you know, is it really AI space if I talk about how to grow on X? Yeah. Maybe not, but it is a challenge. So right now, anyway, at this very moment, if you're just starting and if your goal is to do it online on these plat- social platforms like TikTok or whatever, you are better off picking a topic and sticking to it mm-hmm. and one that you are passionate about, not just something that you see going viral. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I, I think a lot of like veteran creators really have this, you know, this kind of conflict essentially, because it's almost like a, a spectrum or like a knob that you have to find, you know, whatever makes you comfortable with. Because the more niche you go, almost the easier it is to grow, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. But at, at, at the same time, like, you know, all niches aren't built the same. So like if, if the more specific you get, like the, the lower the cap is. Yes. But the more generalist you get, the slower it is to grow, but the higher the cap. Yes. So that's why I guess for, for this, for this podcast, I, I, you know, I, I, I used to have accounts in uh, the track and field niche. Uh, mm-hmm. Cause I was a, I was an athlete back in the day and uh, you know, I was like the top of that niche for a, for a while with a few accounts um, but then, you know, once I retired, I just wasn't interested anymore. And I had these accounts with like, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers. I just didn't know what to do with. Yes. So that's why starting off, that's why I was like, so I'm gonna do this podcast and I'm don't expect it to go viral. 
immediately. I want to talk to people that are very interesting and keep it broad, mm-hmm. um, you know, starting off, but I know it's going to take a long time to grow. So I was like, what's a broad topic of uh, the universe. So let's go. Yes, that's very broad. <laughs> so let's go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, 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 uh, speaking of the universe, let's get existential for a second. Um, so, so speaking of, of AI, have you played at like, what scenarios have you kind of played out in your head? Let's say five years in the future with, let's just go with generative art. Um, yeah, that five years. Wow. I mean, what's going to happen in a year? That's, that's a, yeah. Even, whatever you even, thought about. Yeah, whatever. I mean, everything is advancing. Actually, it's interesting because if you had asked me even just three months ago, I would have probably like, whoa, you know, like in six months, we're going to be like going crazy. But now <laughs> I think that the timeline has expanded a little bit. Like, I think we started and every day I was literally panicking because I thought things were going to happen the next day. You know, like that's how fast it felt things were going. And I felt so overwhelmed. And I just wanted to be the sponge to get all the information as fast as I could. And now things in the last literally about two or three months have started to slow down, in my opinion, where, you know, the updates are taking maybe a little bit longer and there's not like a huge breakthrough. I mean, Mm -hmm. not to say that that doesn't happen, but now I'm like, okay, well, when are we going to get the next version of Mid Journey? Well, it didn't happen this month. It didn't happen last month. Is it going to happen next month? Maybe, but maybe it isn't as fast, but you know, in five years, it's probably going to be insane. <laughs> I, I mean, I can't, like, I don't necessarily know if I know how to wrap my head around it because I don't even know. I, I mean, I've heard some hints, Dave, um, David, uh, the founder of Midjourney, because I listen to the office hours every week, um, talk about like they have some other crazy, weird secret projects that they're working on. And it may not even involve, for example, like text prompting. Like you may just even be able to talk or whatever, explain. Because so like one of the things that is happening right now and specifically talking about Midjourney, for example, is that so the demographic is older. So more like the Gen Xer, which I'm also part of. And um, David feels that this is because there's a curve for even from like Gen Z who really just wants to kind of, they don't necessarily have the same kind of language, not understanding, but the way of using language as Gen X has. So for example, you know, we learned at school to like type the things out and whatever. And now Gen Z just goes to YouTube or TikTok or whatever. And they just want to talk out what they want it to show, (laughs) you know, be. So it could be that in even a year, you actually don't need to be tech. You just literally say like, well, this is kind of what I'm feeling. You know, can you kind of pop this in there, whatever, and change it? And it kind of just changes on the fly, which is just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) It's like, where is this going? And, you know, from, and just the image, like, is it going to turn into the 3D or is it going to turn into virtual or wherever it's going? Like, I can't, so it's hard to me to wrap my head around it, but I can see the possible, like, you know, like I can, yeah. I don't know the details, but I'm like, Oh my gosh, like it will be just so wild. And I don't know what that will look like. I'm excited, but yeah. I'm also somewhat like, Whoa, I, 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 it's, it's very uncertain muggy, you know, like it's in a yeah. fog right now, but the fog is kind of being lifted a little at a time. Yeah. yeah. 
that's so interesting of what you said about like Gen X versus Gen Z. Because mm-hmm. I was, I think it was literally yesterday where I was, I was, uh, so this is how I use mid journey because mm-hmm. I'm Gen Z and it, and it just goes right to your point. Yeah. I type out my stuff. I copy paste it into Google. It corrects all my words because I misspell half the word <laughs> because I've been relying on spell check my entire life into my adult life that if yeah. anything, since being in fifth grade, my spelling has gotten worse just because, you know, what, what I want to you know, go, go brain to word, I just kind of know the certain areas of the keyboard and I, and I don't have to get it right. And if I don't have to get it right because spell check gets me, you know, corrects me with it, I get the point across. And so, yeah, I do. I that is like a, a, an interesting struggle with yeah. prompting. That like I'm just not good as good as English as you know later generations. That's a funny. Yes, point. it is. It's very. I was very. Uh, I it was. Well, I wasn't surprised, but it was a interesting observation. David yeah. has these types of observations all the time, which I think is very fascinating. And it is. It's the younger generation like i have a 15 year old mm-hmm. uh, actually sorry 16 just turned 16 he's not really interested in this right now um he's just like eh, you know sure. i mean again and maybe it's because i mean does he know discord and is he on discord yeah yeah but it's just like no not really don't care about it and i hear that a lot so like especially the you know the high schoolers or the mm-hmm. you know very younger gen zers too is like they are not even interested right now but they could really do some crazy art or yeah. crazy things but that's what so david is recognizing this and saying huh right now it's kind of all this older people basically here and how do we get the younger people involved too so that's interesting yeah that's that's funny oh i i did see on um on tiktok um because that, that that's like kind of how i you know i'm i'm out of college been a while, you know, and when you're out of college, it's kind of, it's like harder to stay, you know, mm-hmm. like with the, uh, you know, the zeitgeist of what the cool kid, the cool young kids are doing. So I like to go on to TikTok and see what people are up to. And the, the only interesting trend that I've kind of seen with Gen Z is they'll make like fake celebrities, <laughs> oh. <laughs> which is like, you know, what I imagine, I assume it's just teenage girls and they'll just make like a really hot dude playing guitar and just kind of like perfectly, you know, and Mid Journey makes things photorealistic. Yeah. And they just essentially just like fool people of this like insane, you know, time in history where there's, you know, this, this awesome rock stars captivating people. And I go into the comments and everyone's just like, what the, like, like WTF, this guy isn't real. Like what the hell? Um, that and like fashion shows. But yeah, for the most part, I agree. Mm-hmm. Like if I want to like really get into the community, it's, you know, it's usually on Reddit or Twitter. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, That's- it's fascinating. But again, I think that it's going to shift and there's, it just depends on, um, you know, what comes out next. Like right now, this is where it's at, but it's morphing and, you know, shaping as it goes. And potentially this is going to be part of education in the future, right? Like I think yeah. AI will be part of education. I don't, I think the way that kids are learning right now is broken at the end of the day. It's not, oh, it's, it's, yeah, I do. And it's not effective, meaning it's not going to be right now. If we continue this way, I think it's not going to serve the kids in the future 
because of where we're moving, right? So in that well, way, broken, right? So like, yeah, it needs to be look different. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I'm not a not an educator, or you know, I, I probably haven't put as much thought as uh, into this as you. But yeah, kind of like going going through college, or you know, in school and and whatnot, and working for my degree. Uh, I kind of like didn't see it as like, oh, I'm getting real world skills. It's mm-hmm. more of like I am proving that I can work hard. Yes. To show yep. for an employer. You know, it's like yep. it's like math, like although, you know, depending on where you go in life, math can be useful. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's like math just kind of like shows that you're good at a certain way of thinking that can be yeah. transferred to other stuff. So I, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And again, those are important. I mean, I'm not saying that they are not important. Actually, I think math is important in general because it's apl- applicable to all of this, even AI related things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the, the way that we are receiving or having to learn now is maybe not, especially when people are saying, well, you can use any AI. Well, it's here to stay at this point. And maybe we need to, again, figure out how we can work together. And I think that part of the important thing here is that we need our own critical thinking here, which is even lacking somewhat in the schooling, in my opinion, now mm-hmm. where it's, it is little, cause you know, what are we asked to do? Okay. Just recite these things. or memorize these things. or do these things, whatever. What do, does that actually, do I remember any of this later? No, I, I don't, so. you know? <laughs> so yeah. But like, so is there actually a better look? So let's say like you have to use chat GPT, for example, or whatever it is. So like, can you then critically now think through something to another thing, which mm-hmm. could be much more applicable for you for life or for whatever, instead of having to go through, you know, like just the memorization of things right. or, you know, whatever. So like, it, I think I just see it morphing and really making you think, which again, I'm, I'm always like, actually, so I have two boys and sure. they, they're like, they they were asked in school once or one of them was like, so what's like the thing that your mom always says? And oh, my son said, like, she just tells me to figure it out. Like, that's like my like lesson, you know, Let's whatever. Go. But Come that's on. like that. But yeah. that's exactly right. Right. Like that is the the like the premise on it is like just figure like it's problem solving, but it's uh-huh. also the critical thinking. So now it would be just like applying the AI to it or whatever, instead of just going like, okay, I just learned this because I had to learn it. Yeah. Yeah. I was a great student, whatever I was, or I wasn't, you know, I mean, I don't know if that's the right measuring stick at the end of the day, but I mean, that's another whole ball game, right. With the education. So. Sure. Yeah. 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 I, you know, there's, that that, that is interesting. Cause I mean, you're almost penalized for, you know, as you said, like figuring it out, you know, um, or, you know, going, going outside of the, the usual realms of, of, you know, what they're training you for basically. Yeah. Um, but that's, 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 that's interesting. Um, so one, one thing I'm, I'm also kind of, uh, curious about is, how much do you think that like you have learned about, I guess, the models, the technology, maybe how these systems kind of work just through, just through prompting and, and, and kind of what, what I mean by that 
is over time I've kind of noticed with uh with Mid Journey because Mid Journey specifically that mm-hmm. so the reason it gives you the the four images and I'm and I'm sure you already know this is because essentially you're telling the model which one's the best and which one to reinforce it more with. Mm-hmm. So whenever I write like so so one of the problems I like to do is kind of like this like futurism stuff like that and I always use the prompt, you know, in the style of Blade Runner 49. Mm-hmm. And recently within the past week, whenever I put in Blade Runner 49, it always throws like characters now. It used to throw me like um just like city landscapes and like kind of dystopian stuff, which is like what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Now I'm kind of realizing that it's training like these certain prompts on, I guess it's mainly, you know, the, the, the hologram girl in that. So I just get that girl all the time in these prompts. Um, what, wh- what do you kind of, I guess, I guess think of, um, what what could make these these problems better going forward, in a sense? Since um, it, it seems like you know a lot about them. Yeah. So uh, other interesting d- tidbits about this. So because the system uh, demographics is eighty percent male and they're eighty percent um, the older demographic male, apparently it influences or biases the default mid-journey system hence a lot of times you get females when you don't even prompt a woman in there so david is aware of this also and and there's also other interesting things so like even from like united states to prompting in uk or in japan we all have different preferences so he is recognizing that. And again, this is something that, you know, in the future versions and, and things that are going to be implemented, these will probably be taken more into consideration so that yeah. this type of a bias doesn't creep in, in a way. Um, but it does. And he didn't say how much it's biased, but I've noticed the same thing too. And I'm like, well, no, I mean, I didn't want a person in there or yeah. whatever. And then suddenly now I'm starting to get that. But apparently it is because of the volume. I mean, and he's like, there's literally so many images being created. It is insane. So this kind of a bias shifts into the default system. So having said that, he's also think so he's aware of this and he's working on different things on how to potentially adjust this. And one of the things that he said, which I thought was very interesting, and I'm still not sure. I mean, it makes sense. And I guess it's something that we could be used to. But he said, for example, internally, they don't use a grid of four images, they use a bigger grid, right? So we may be getting a bigger grid in the next version or in Mm V7 even. So it could be eight images or 16 images. And then the four center images are the most to your kind of region, whatever favorited or preferred aesthetic. And then the other ones are going to be like, hey, but you could also like this or this or this. So that then it kind of goes into like, because, you know, like if we are, we have a certain idea of a certain thing, right? So then it's like, okay, well, if this is what we think, then, you know, what does it look like? But let's say in Japan, it looks like something different. So the other outside images could be something different, but we actually might like it. 
So it gives us more options, but it starts with the center four that's kind of the most fitting to our thing. Um, or potentially then there could be one version that doesn't have like any yeah. kind of like it's just like a blank slate, for example, and then you just go with it. And actually, that's something that I could see potentially happening in the future, totally just like hypothetically or yeah. speculating is that you could actually guide it a little bit more towards your liking. But I like the idea of, yeah, give me four in the center that I kind of, you know, maybe it's like the most preference for my standing, but then others on the outside i may actually i want to you know i don't want to be in my box right yeah i want to yeah. see other things too yeah i yeah i'm sorry i i, I stumbled upon that question but that's exactly what i was asking <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah it is fascinating i i you know it's um yeah i've noticed the same thing and i'm like what why i don't yeah, understand yeah. I, I've started having to put negative prompts there. Just like no woman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's what you basically at this point have to do because now it's starting to do that. And yeah. that also explains why it doesn't, didn't happen, you know, two weeks ago or mm -hmm. whenever, but now maybe more people are doing this. Um, he also said like recently, a lot of people were doing a lot of star Wars stuff, whatever. So we might have some influences of that somewhere yeah. or whatever it is. So, I mean, it's hard. And then we just, I mean, or, something to be aware of and then you just have to negatively prompt or do something different or tweak the prompt a bit so that you can get what you want yeah that that, that is such like an uh the weirdest bug or i want to say bug maybe um misalignment with and, mm -hmm. and this isn't just mid-journey this is yeah. also like if i'm pulling a model from civita ai you know that's just like a general generalist model it'll just start giving me girl like women. I'm like, I don't, I don't want that. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Very interesting. H have you um like looked much into the background of uh, the founder mid journey? Um, yeah. Well, I mean, other than to knowing the, like the, um, um, he's um, previous, you know, worked for NASA or yeah. stuff like that with all the um, other things that he's done. Um, and then listening to him, um, in the sure. now four months on, um, the, um, office hours. So, I, I mean, I, other than that, I don't really you know, I, I, know I to, him. Sure. I need to check that. I saw a YouTube video and I'll, I'll send you it, uh, after this, it kind of went over his background. He has such uh, an interesting path. Yes. So yes. his, I forget, I'm, I'm going to get some of this wrong because I only watched the video once, but, <laughs> um, as a child, um, he grew up on a houseboat. Yes. Uh, yep. And that I do remember. Yeah, he, yeah. he grew up on a houseboat and, you know, was always, always a super genius, you know, programmed at a very, yeah. very young age, um, you know, went through college destroyed, you know, had the path of going through either academia or, you know, being an entrepreneur. Obviously he chose entrepreneur mm -hmm. and his, uh, his first tech startup, which, you know, he denied, he denied Apple bids twice was kind of, kind of as you were saying, and I, and this actually kind of like maybe, um, maybe goes full circle a little bit with, with what you're saying about how Gen Z is bad with words. Mm -hmm. he, he was saying his first tech startup came, which was basically just like, um, like a, 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 a motion, a motion input sensor for computers. So like wave your arms, do this with the mouse, you know, input like this, you know, kind of what, um, you know, leap motion is doing now with, with your hands. It, it was an early <laughs> you know, hardware, hardware, um, 
input. But the reason he started is because he said that like the keyboard was a primitive way of to get your, your the thoughts in your head onto a computer. Yes. So I wonder if what he's doing with, I guess, different ways to prompt might be like super far, like way ahead of its time. That that could be interesting. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, some of the things that he um, even talks about, I mean, it, there's a lot of, I mean, I think he's a very deep thinker. For sure. And, yeah. um, you know, like out very far out there, like people often ask, it's actually pretty funny, um, often in the... Um, Mid journey uh, office hours. There's like a Q and A, and uh, people who come to like a voice ask question instead of like a rapid fire. It often goes very esoteric and just way out there, and also <laughs> to aliens very quickly. Yeah. Um, and and he likes those questions. He likes to ponder about the universe or things like that, and just in general like a broader you know thoughts. And I think that that's super curious. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, that's just, I mean, he's definitely, I, I think thinking something that, yeah. you know, I probably am not, <laughs> and I, I haven't put that much thought into it, you know, like whether it's sure. whatever, you know, for sure things yeah, and how things are moving towards, like, I think he's very much thinking about also like where are things going to be in 10 years or 20 yeah. years and what does that look like? And that's just wild. Like, again, I, I don't even know what that might look like, but yeah. What's your perspective on, I guess, like AI's role in, let's say, the movie industry or AI's role in just like mass media? Because I know there's that, that scares a lot of people. Yes, it does. Um, I think it's coming there too, honestly. Um, I, I don't see how it could be immune, even if somebody, it's like, especially for movies, for example, like, how could you block something like this? Right. Or, you know, I feel like it's almost like a losing battle. It's, it's just a different way of doing things. I like the idea that it could be now much more open where many more like indie people or just a solo person could come up with some kind of amazing idea and they can almost or probably in the near future, literally run with it by themselves and create something like this. And I actually think that people would like to see that kind of stuff instead of just having it in with the massive, you know, yeah. universal or whatever brands. And I kind of feel the same thing about even with mass media, right? Like there's a lot of people even now who want to get their news from independent people, whether it's on YouTube or TikTok, just mm -hmm. quickly reporting news and they trust it better than they do mass media so i see similar type of thing happening with the movies and although there's a lot of resistance to it now but then i'm also like hey well they're kind of already using a lot of this kind of stuff yeah. anyway in some of the stuff but i think that it's just going to make things better from like even for i mean for them it's going to speed up the work it doesn't necessarily mean everything's going to be replaced, right? Like it's just going to be augmenting things, how we do things. I mean, at least that for right now, that's yeah. my idea. And we still want to see people and, you know, whatever. I mean, it could be just some, like, again, I think that the, our natural tendency is think about like the negatives just in general, like, Oh, it's going to be so bad or whatever. But like, you could also see like, wow, this could really take it to the yeah. next level. That's, this could be amazing. Like we don't <laughs> even know what kind of Marvel movie we're going to get next or whatever right. it is like, right. Like it could be insane. So good. So I'm looking at it from that perspective mm -hmm. and I do see that it could be used so much more and it's just going to speed up things and also cut costs, which 
why wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, I, 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 I totally agree. And, and I think that's one reason why it, it scares so many people because this is kind of like the digital camera part two. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, that, you know, as we all know, like what did the, the digital camera do? And essentially like, democratize the ability for people to make movies. And mm-hmm. if, if that, you know, if you're a listener and that confuses you, just think YouTube, right? Like, like how much mindshare do you think YouTube has, has taken versus like traditional media? You know, it's probably, you know, captured a large part of the market versus like cable television, traditional stuff. And yeah. all it does is just democratize the ability for people to make stuff. And now what if we do that? But with like technical skills, which is yes. sort of what AI you could compare AI to. Yeah, um, and they are also by, by the way on that same kind of vein, you know, like how do you now consume things again? Like if I look at my young Gen Zer, like he doesn't even want to watch a full movie anymore. I mean, he's yeah. but he's on TikTok all day long or YouTube or whatever, watching these short clips or something interesting from just regular people basically or whatever he's interested in right so like just to sit down for three hours and watch a movie is like oh my gosh you know like i can't do it (laughs) you know yeah it better be really good (laughs) so it's just like the shift in things right like and i am always like change happens and i'm i'm i like change personally i know it's hard for many people but i'm just like well let's just keep going i mean we'll see where it takes us and just adapt and i think that's where we are at right now with it for sure and and I, and I think like, you know, if you truly, um, actually, I'm gonna take a step back. So yeah. yesterday, I was, um, like sort of on a uh, like a like a a branding, sort of I guess, case study. I don't know, but mm-hmm. pretty pretty much. So it was me and a bunch of people, and just to get like you know play with word associations, we had somebody say like. Oh, like what, like when I say the word Bitcoin, what do you think of? And people would just say the first thing that comes to the top of their head. Um, when I say sci-fi, what's the first thing that comes to your head? People would say, when I say just do it, what's the first thing that comes to your head? And mm-hmm. people would go that, but they, they did, uh, the word future. Mm-hmm. And for me, I said, kind of like we were talking about, I was like, that sounds like fun. The future sounds like fun. Um, but most of the, the group they said like dystopia. They mm-hmm. were like oppression, loss yeah. of rights, you know, it's all going to be terrible. And that kind of thought pattern is super, super, super common throughout history. Like you can look at almost any period in the entire span of human history and everyone thought the world was going to end in like two, in like 20 years. Yeah. And it's only gotten better. So it makes you think like, is this different? Maybe, probably not. I don't know. Yeah, I think, again, that's where the, you know, the, I mean, a lot of people um, may be thinking about from the movies, right? Like, what do we see in the movies about the future? It's all this doom and gloom and, you know, Mm -hmm. fight for survival type of things. I mean, it's sci-fi or it's, you know, fiction, whatever it is. It doesn't mean it's the reality. Yeah. You know? I mean, if we look at some older movies, maybe from 50 years ago that were projecting the time now, we were supposed to already be in all kinds of crazy things, but we're not. Yeah. So, I mean, 
And that's the, that, that unfortunately is kind of the perception and that, that kind of rounds it back up into the, even the word AI. So people are yeah. literally thinking artificial intelligence where it's really math at the end of the day, or like, you know, yeah. how do you put it in a different word? So there's, there's fear or there's like, oh, it's some, you know, like they have their own consciousness and whatever. And like, but it's, it's really not. It's just a very advanced math and, you know, machine learning or things that can, you know, you yeah. can do it so much faster. And it's, you know, the focus is on the, oh, but there's so much bad that can be done. There's so much bad that can be done with a lot of things, right? Like, yeah. so, you know, from my perspective is then it's our job because I believe, I mean, I'm, I'm very optimistic anyway, or optimistic slash realist. I mean, I want to believe in the good of people, like in general or the humanity. So I, I'm hoping and I want to be one of the people to drive that instead of go to that fear-based yeah. belief. And I, I, I want to say, well, then we put the guardrails and, you know, we do the things. I don't do anything bad with any of these things. I want to do it for good. Right. So like, it depends on your mindset and it's not to say that somebody's going to try something, but you know, it's like, but as a general whole, mm -hmm. we want to succeed and be better. Right? Here's a random question. Mm -hmm. Do you think um, having kids has impacted that view, like getting to know the younger generation deeply? Mm, I don't know. I think mm, like, is, possibly is it... maybe, but I okay. think that that's kind of always been my view also. Okay. So, you know, like I think that's just my um, general, um, you know, kind of a good. way of life or way of looking at life. Yeah. Like I, I think I've always been in that way and I've always been very much like, looking towards the future instead of okay. like just focusing on the past. Okay. Right? I mean, I learn from the past, but I'm always looking for what's next or how can yeah. I move forward? Yeah. So uh, I think that's just my, my natural okay. like, characteristic, I would say. Okay. No, that's, that's fair. I was just, I was just, you know, I was thinking maybe, but that's, yeah, it's an interesting um, um, thought um but yeah, yeah i i think um i mean probably some things have changed and i'm certainly you know more i think i would be maybe more you know take more risks or do different things if i didn't have kids yeah. but like you know so there's some things that have changed and i'm certainly aware of bad things and things like that but it doesn't mean that my general like the ten thousand yeah. foot view has changed that makes sense you know? that 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 totally makes sense um Here's a here's a, a a random speculation, and I, I know we're coming close to time, so maybe maybe one or two more questions. All right. But so let's let's assume the worst, mm -hmm. okay? Let's assume that AI has gotten really really good, okay? The all of mass media is run by like a very, very small portion of the, of the population. They have kind of all the power over everybody. Let's say trucking's got replaced. Let's say most jobs are kind of getting, uh, getting automated. Cause I know, um, and this is getting kind of deep, but mm -hmm. I don't Sam Altman has brought up, you know, like universal basic income. Mm -hmm. Do you think that has a role in all this or are we going to just learn how to be productive with our times in other ways? That's a super interesting question. And I think that initially when I was um, 
like when like really the chat GPT and like there was this sudden um, like kind of a panic of like, oh my mm. gosh, it's going to just sweep over everything. My initial worry or like, again, I, I don't necessarily mean worry, but thought was that are we going to have some kind of a bigger division? Meaning yeah. there's the people who know AI or are in the like the upper class, but then yeah. there's going to be ones that don't really have anything. And, you know, granted, you know, yes, that's kind of also what the movies can portray. You yeah. know, there's the people that live in the very bad conditions. And then there's kind of the other ones that have the power. And I was like, oh, my gosh, does this mean that? Because at the end of the day, right now, not everybody has access to all of this. Right. Yeah. But and it's also like, well, would they like or should they even? You know, mm -hmm. like, what does that even look like? But so, you know, I think that there can be more of a universal or maybe should be. I don't know. This is certainly something that we could oh, you know, yeah. potentially spend weeks yeah. and months about talking about. Right. And, you know, thoughts may change as we move forward. I think actually with every and actually I like this part of it is like whatever we think now, I may totally think, think something different in 6 months, but I think that's fantastic because I think that again this is us using our brains. Yeah. And I think that it's super super valuable, but I think that everybody deserves a good well-being. You mm -hmm. know, meaning like somebody shouldn't be excluded because now we have AI. Now, yeah. does that mean that somebody should still be trucking? No. And I actually think that this could lead into something much more, again, I want to look at it in a positive way. Like really? what else can yeah. we actually innovate now if we don't need to be doing the trucking or if we don't need to be doing the manufacturing or these repetitive mundane jobs or analysis of things because it's analyzing everything. And again, I think still for most use cases right now, we are still needed because it's not always correct and there needs to be mm -hmm. double checking and triple checking or whatever but what other things can we actually do like yeah. oh my gosh like <laughs> this is like a new world opens up and i could see that there's going to be some amazing things coming out of this so again it's it's more of like how you look at it i could also go down the other path and say oh gosh like this could be really sure. bad but you know, I think that if enough people are steering it to the right direction, and I mean, I would hope that also the powers to be like OpenAI and others would and are considering this kind of thing where yeah. there is more benefit for everybody. And, you know, maybe it helps with hunger, maybe, you know, just like general basic needs, education, all of those things, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And then the second part, um, the, the 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 second part of that question do you, do you think like right now we are living in like a, a historical period that will be talked about in a hundred years similar to like the industrial revolution because i feel like stuff's changing so fast yes i do believe so i think we are witnessing history right now i mean we may not see it that way um, and we may not be in the middle of it, but this is like the beginning of it. So we are, I think that we who are embracing this are very much the pioneers um, in this space. And I mean, you know, we may not be here in hundred years, but when they look back, they we say, okay, be. well, well, yeah, actually we may be, I mean, 
I'm all for it. Um, yeah. it. It is po- totally possible. Yeah. I mean, it's actually very, very possible. We may be, and we are going to be here yeah. for 200 years or whatever it is, but um, in 200 years, 300 years. Yeah. This is going to be one of those big moments of history. I do. Do you feel like that? Cause I do feel like that. Yeah. Yeah, I do. And I, I, and I, and I sometimes ponder like, do I think that just because I have a big ego and I want to feel special or mm-hmm. is that really what's happening? And I think I lean towards, I think it feels like it's happening. Like, yes. especially since, since COVID, I, I, I mm-hmm. feel like COVID kind of started off um, almost a snowball of just society changing at a fundamental level. Mm-hmm. So way more digital than it was before COVID. Um, the way we communicate, the way businesses are run, like, you know, my, like the company that I work at is completely remote. I work with Mm -hmm. people in Korea. I work with people in Russia and it's just because we're the best at what we do, you know? So it's, it's, uh, it's interesting and it's definitely, you know, might as well embrace it. But I hundred percent agree. And I, I do think that too, like when I saw this happening, I mean, I just felt like I wanted to be in it and I want to be part of it. Yeah. I want to learn everything and anything possible. Like, I think it is exciting and yeah. I mean, or does it make me feel special? I mean, not, not really. I mean, it's just, but I'm like, wow, it's an amazing time to be in this and I want to be in this train. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, wherever the train goes, but I'm, yeah. I'm in it, we're in it. <laughs> and then, you know, like, I feel like everybody's in it, whether they kind of want to be in it or not. Yeah. So, Especially you know. this one, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I, I, you know, a, a big part of my job is making content. Like I edit videos most, mm-hmm. like mostly all day. And this past video, which I think is one of the best I've done in a long time, I haven't put it out mm-hmm. yet, but it's like 70% AI, Yeah. you know? Uh, it's amazing. Yeah. I don't like video editing personally, so yeah, <laughs> I'm all for it. It's challenging, but yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's just tedious, right? Like, and it, it's just, you know, so again, yeah, if you can make it faster and just make it happen, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. Because then, it, I mean, it allows you to do more, but also the then the quality will be better too, hopefully. You know, I mean, yeah. again, yeah, there's still like from AI alone, it, it, there can be still challenges, but it's going to be changing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was, I was, you know, because I, I I've been like making AI content since like October, like putting mm-hmm. it out on brand channels. Yeah, which I guess that's almost coming up on a year. Yeah, I I, I, I kind of pride myself in kind of getting ahead of it, and I feel like my my skills are way better than they used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mainly do a lot of um, like I, I bought a really expensive GPU. And Mm -hmm. I have a remote desktop. So whenever I'm out working, I just, you know, program my stuff in a local stable diffusion and have it run all night and do all that stuff. Nice. Yeah, it's fun. But that's awesome. But yeah, thank you so much, Allie. I think this is a very fun conversation, yeah. honestly. I mean, we could just keep going, right? Like, there's like, I love geeking out about this stuff, or I just, know. you know, Maybe. in general, talking about like the, yeah. you know, even the further out or deeper or, you know, underlying <laughs> issues, even. That yeah. we don't usually just think about because we're just going. Seriously, right? maybe yeah. in six months when we're all cyborgs, uh, yes. we'll, do a, we'll do a part two. <laughs> yes, that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank thank you so much, and thank you all the listeners. I, I hope you had as much fun listening to that as we had having that conversation. Um, I have to give this plug; it is just part of it. Please. 
for the love of God, I'm begging you, give us a five-star review on Spotify and or Apple Music, wherever you find your podcasts. If you give us a four-star review, we won't accept it. I will block your account. I will find a way to report it. Get that four-star off. I want a five-star review. Thank you so much for listening. That was Answers to the Universe. We just got a little bit closer to figuring this all out. Thank you for listening.